0: Hi, thanks for joining us on the Renewed Mind Life podcast. I'm Cheryl.
1: And I'm Denise. This is the place for Christian women who are ready to experience the freedom that comes from trusting God with your mind, body, and and spirit. spirit.
0: Hi, it's Renewed Mind Life with Cheryl and Denise. Yay! Welcome back, everybody. So, this topic for the podcast today is prayer And uh, Denise is going to start us off with a beautiful verse about prayer.
1: All right. So I wanted to share with everyone uh, Jeremiah thirty three three, which states, call me, call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. I thought you said, call me. (laughs) Okay. Remember that song? Yeah. It's so funny because that was in my head too. Get out of my head. (laughs) Oh, it's a scary place. It Um, is. Oh It's
0: a very scary place. So and before we get into the, the nitty gritty, the meat and potatoes of this here podcast, I wanted to ask you something because I, and then share my own experience. So what was prayer to you in your childhood and your growing up years? Did it have a place in your life? What do you remember
1: about prayer, if anything? Oh, so prayer to me was, um, first of all, in another language, all of our mm-hmm. prayers um, pretty much were done in in Hebrew. Um mm-hmm. You know, we did a lot of praying in Hebrew um, at the synagogue, you know, Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. You know, they all started pretty much the same. It was like, you know. That sounded
0: beautiful. Well,
1: thank you. Can Um, you teach me that? Sure. You know, it was like, you know, when we give our students, um, sentence, uh, what do you call it? Like sentence starters. So a lot of the prayers have a lot of the same beginnings and then, you know, then the endings would be different, uh, um, differing on the holiday or on what you're praying over or, you know, and so, um, and you just kind of would learn to memorize them. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, didn't, that, that was prayer to me. Um, and I, I, pretty much would know what it meant, um, for the most part. And, um, yeah, it was, it was very, um, they were memorized. It was just like rote memory. And, um, Mm -hmm. so really not a lot of feeling, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. some, some things there was, but, and then just a lot of kind of sing song chanting, um, you know, melodic, melodic chanting. Is that like, you know, Mm-hmm. So not chant like I don't know. Sometimes I think chanting sounds so cultish, but you mm-hmm. know, like with the melody, yeah. you know. So I yeah. don't know if I'm making any sense. Uh, yeah. I so get it. yeah. A lot of memories. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's beautiful, but at the same time, to me, thinking back, not like the way I pray now, where I would say it comes from the heart. It's a relationship. It's so different. Yeah.
0: Well, for me, when I was a kid, um, you know, I grew up in um, the Christian denominations, right, in the Christian church. And my family was very, um, I I don't know what the word is, I guess, dedicated, like committed. um, We prayed before every meal. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so, you know, even if we went out to eat and I used to get so embarrassed as a child. You know, there, were my dad and, you know, we'd all hold hands, my mom and my dad, and and he would pray and I was just like, oh my gosh, stop. You know, especially when I was a teenager. Oh my God, <laughs> forget it. I was like, please don't do that. But um, so I remember that and I just remember that the words were always the same. So it's kind of like you said, it, was, it wasn't it was a unique prayer. It was just like, thank you for this, food, blah, 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 you know what I mean? So it just didn't hold any real meaning for me. And I'm sure it did for my dad and, you know, my mom, but as a kid, I was just sitting there and then my mom had this habit and still has this habit of when she prays, she used to get on her knees. She can't do that anymore, but it was always like in our church, you got on your knees and you prayed. And if you weren't on your knees, you weren't praying. Right. You, are you kidding? Pray and drive at the same? No, you can't do that. Like, so it was really particular about the format. So you had to get on your knees and pray, but then she would just wail and cry and just like, Oh my gosh. It was like, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. And I would tell her, why are you crying like that? Because to me, even as a child, I was like, if God is good, why is he making you so miserable? To talk to her? <laughs> you know, so and yeah. my, you know, as a, an adult, I talked to her about that. And she said, I don't know why I do that. I, I guess I just always have done that, you know, and it was just the way I learned how to pray. So I don't know any other way. So I think when we learn certain ways to pray we we just continue in that way and you know she's getting better about it though it's only taken her 85 years but she is getting better at it where she doesn't quite you know bring down the house with her tears cuz it would scare the children you know they'd be the grandkids and stuff would be like "what's wrong with grandma? oh she's fine she's praying don't worry about it" So
1: yeah. so I mean it was just like she would be crying not like the holy spirit was like causing her to cry like like sometimes no. when worship songs come on, like I'll get I'll get teary eyed, you know. Like I and and I asked, you know, when I first was at a church, I asked a friend of mine, I'm like, what's going on? She's like, that's the Holy Spirit, and you yeah. know, but not like wailing. Like sometimes I just say, yeah, there's not a dry, you know, there's not. It just the tears just start coming, not like that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't
0: like that because I know what you mean because I've had that experience where you just get flooded by the Holy Spirit and you just like it just comes out. But it was. Um, she was sad about certain things, certain people and, you know, the the sadness making her cry and pouring that out to God, you know, so just her style of prayer really put me off of prayer for mm-hmm. a long time.
1: You know, when you were talking about saying grace, it, it reminded me of the couple, like, a couple of times when you and I were out eating and, and I reached for your hand to, to say grace. You're like, I'm not holding your hand. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm you like, know oh, where this stems from. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I know I was taking it personally at first. It's, just, I don't go out to eat with a lot of people. I'm, you know. I, I'm kind of a homebody like that, and they keep me, you know, they keep me locked up. But um, just kidding. And so, you know, and when I do go out to eat, with it's usually with my husband or or my family. And so, you know, we we all hold hands. So I remember reaching for your hand, like I'm not holding your hand. Like, what did I do? <laughs> now I know. Thank you for the background. I now I don't oh, feel. I don't. Yeah, feel I should so have told you that before. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for explaining it. <laughs>
0: So what about now? What, you know, we talked about past. What about present? What's your, what's your prayer life like now?
1: Um, so now my prayer life, like I said, is much different. It's, it's actually very, very, uh, very structured. Uh, so when I get up in the morning, uh, I, you know, the first thing that I do like to do is, is I, I do pray silently at first, you know, I just, I, I, op- I open my eyes. Thank you, Lord, you know, uh, for, for just opening my eyes. Right. And uh, I do that silently um, to myself. And then I I usually, usually my husband's already taken over the bathroom because he gets up earlier than me. And so then I'll grab my phone and I'll read the daily, the daily verse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I read that before my feet even touch the, touch the carpet. And so then I, uh, by the time, then I get ready. And before I leave the house, I, uh, usually if my husband is still there, we like to sit at our Bible table. We have a table and there's a Bible on it. So we call it the Bible table. (laughs) That's Uh, appropriate. Yeah, it is definitely appropriate. But we have two tables. We have that's the one in the in the well, it's in the gym slash dining room. And then we have two devotional books. Um, they're marriage devotionals that we like to read together. If we're short of time, we can only read one. And so he'll make me choose right or left hand. But if we have time, we'll read both of them. And it's the devotion for the day. And it usually has well, it's a marriage devotional, so not usually it has something to do with um marriage or you know, um something like that. And then after that, uh, we read First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and then 13. And that's you know, love is patient, love is um, love is patient, love is kind. Um, do you want me to read it or no? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, I thought I had it open, but oh my I goodness. Have it open. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to read it? Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, so this is first Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through eight. Yeah. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. And then... Verse 13 of the same chapter, three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love.
1: Yep. So um, that is what we read. Mine's a little bit different. I know we read different versions, um, but that's the gist of it. And so, and I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but it's a great lesson to put yourself in that. I don't know. Have you ever done that? Yeah, put um, your name. Yeah, where you put your name in that, where you're like, um, Denise is patient. Denise is kind and is not jealous. Denise does not brag and is not arrogant. And it's like, wow. Okay. If That's you, a really good exercise. It is because um, you, you do that and you're like, okay, how much is that is true? Okay. I think I just lied, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so um, it is a really good exercise to, to go through there and, and say, okay, can I, can I say that, you know? Yeah. Um, because if you can't say that, then, then, you know, you have a lot of work to do. And so I you think- can use this verse like as a prayer. Yeah. So we read it together. Yeah. We mm-hmm. read it. We just, we read it together. Um, actually he usually reads it. And, um, so we just, we read the Bible together. So, um, we'll read that together and then we read, um, the armor of God. So Ephesians, uh, six and, um, so Ephesians six, um, 13 through 20, one of my favorites. with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for the saints and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness, the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Mm. And so the thing is with the, so with the armor Uh, It just came to be, and we were telling our pastor about this when we were meeting with our pastor and his wife, and they were just cracking up. Somehow, it just it started really slowly. One day, we were sitting there, and it was like the helmet of you know, like he was reading the part about the helmet, and I put my beanie on. And for those of you since you haven't seen us, most most of the listeners out there haven't seen us, but we've talked about it before. What do I usually wear, Cheryl? You have a
0: beanie obsession.
1: Yes, I do. I always wear this beanie on my head. And so I, he said the helmet and I stuck my beanie on my head. And so then it became this thing that like, pretty much as he reads this, I, he says like the belt and I put on a belt and I put on my helmet. And so I basically do this whole little like dress up thing as we read the armor of God in the morning. Uh And like when it's talking about the sword, which is, you know, the word of God, I hold up the Bible. And when it says, for which the part where it says "For which I am," and and so he's reading it. He stops at "For which I am," and and the word next word is ambassador, and he stops, and I shout out, "Ambassador!"
0: Oh my goodness!
1: And it's this oh whole little thing that we do together, and it is—I don't know—we both smile, and I just imagine that the Lord is looking down on us, just smiling, just ear to ear, just smiling, saying, "They are." Just enjoying my word and embracing it and loving it and loving me Mm. and putting on the armor, like putting it on and they are going to be safe and protected today. Mm. And, you know, there are days that we haven't and there are days that have been so hard for us. And those days, you know, I try to get my armor on and by myself. And luckily I have been able to, but the days that we've been able to do it together, I just, Mm -hmm. you know awesome so uh then after that little song and dance we'd read the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. um, which is also fun uh, which is Galatians uh, 5 Galatians 522 uh, but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law and um, that's another little thing we kind of both try to Name them at the same time as fast as we can, and um, like that's kind of. I usually miss, I usually end up saying a couple of them twice, though. So there's like, I don't know, <laughs> seems to be more for me, and I somehow add a few extra in there. I don't know, my, oh my goodness, a cornucopia of things. <laughs> I don't know, I added some, changed the names to make them innocent or whatever. I don't know, change mm-hmm. their name,
0: but <laughs> so
1: you know, and then after all of that, we we then pray out loud for and with each other um oh and did i tell you little dog is there with us nala is sitting there with us the whole time prayer hands and holding hands and Aww. yeah so the dog is part of this whole um shenanigans there at the prayer so table cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and she holds hands when she prays with us and and all of that so so that is my prayer life in the morning um and all of that uh usually takes about 15 minutes well, wow, I was thinking, you know,
0: you must get two hours up, you know, get up two hours earlier to do all of that.
1: No, we, oh. we can usually do it in 15 minutes and we've we've sped through it a little bit faster. So mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's, you know, and like, you know, like I've said, there's been things that have, you know, come to pass that have, you know, hindered that in happening before. And it just it saddens me when that happens, because when it's when things are going well and and we're on track, it is it's so amazing. And I I know that the Lord just loves it when it's happening in my house like that. And it's such a good example, even for, you know, for our son, when he sees it. And when I do shout out an ambassador, you can hear him in the other room. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, just thinking we're a couple of really silly people out there. <laughs> so that that's it. How about you? What's going on at your house in the morning? Uh, not that. Not that.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to have coffee first, but I love to pray by myself. Um, and I don't, I mean, we've never had a ritual together where we pray together. Like my husband prays by himself and I pray by myself. And sometimes we pray together, but it's not a customary <laughs> thing for us. So, but I usually like to get up and um, I have about five or six different devotional books that I read. I don't read them all, but I'll pick one and I'll read one and then I'll read the verses that go along with it. But my, my biggest moments of prayer are praying along with music, worship songs. So I like to listen to music and I pray at the same time. And the, the words, especially if it's a song that really like resonates with me and it has um, an impact on me because I can relate. I love those songs and I use those as my prayer. I also like to use the Psalms as prayers because those are prayers they were written as prayers by king david so i like to use those as as a prayer as well and i think that a lot of people really don't know how to start out with praying you know there's a lot of people who have just you know they've never experienced it they don't know where to begin and um if that's the case i would recommend you start with the psalms because they are prayers and you can read those and you can pray along with them and um, but really all you need to do is just talk to jesus he's right there he's just listening and he's just waiting waiting for you. And he's never far. What's the other verse, Denise, that was, um, part of our, our list?
1: Oh, well, you know, the thing is, is that, oh, well, uh, it's, it's first Thessalonians five, um, 16 through 18. And, uh, the thing is, it, it's, uh, be joyful, always pray continuously, um, and pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. First Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. And, um, yeah, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that it's, it's, it summarizes why we should pray on a daily basis, really. Um, there's, you know, people ask me, why do you pray? And, you know, I say that, well, I pray because it, it says in the Bible to pray, right? It says Mm -hmm. over 200 times, it talks about prayer in the Bible. But for me personally, I pray because that's how I connect. That's how Mm -hmm. I connect with the Lord by praying. Um, I pray because that's how I show Gratitude and thanks to the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then finally, you know, how else am I to be repentant, right? I know Mm -hmm. that I need to seek forgiveness and repentance from the Lord almost on the daily as well. I am Mm -hmm. so far from perfect. And how do I do that? Well, I need to pray for that, right? Mm -hmm. So and and then of course you know being obedient and worshiping him that's all done through prayer so when i'm connecting when i'm worshiping when i'm being obedient when i'm being repentant when i'm being you know grateful all of that thing all of that happens through prayer so obviously then i need to be prayerful right Mm -hmm. and that's why i have this little thing here um it's a little thing on my desk that is a little it's a little beehive it's a that I have, that I look at all the time and it says, be prayerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, I don't need to be careful. I need to be prayerful. (laughs) Yep. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking that for people who are, you know, like I said, just don't know where to start. There's something that I used to read a long time ago. It's called Lectio Divina. Have you ever heard of that? No. And I don't think it's a particularly catholic practice but i did learn it when i was um practicing in the catholic church but it's um it's about where you take short it could be short or long but you know just a passage of scripture and there's a process to to reading it it's a it's a really spiritual reading and then meditating and then praying for the increase of knowledge of god and um, it's really really a beautiful practice i need to get back into that it actually began with um uh, monks so it was like a monastic tradition the other thing that was part of my Catholic prayer life was praying the rosary. Now, praying the rosary was an experience that involved my mind. It involved my my body because I was moving the the beads. It involved my spirit because I was genuinely praying. You know, I don't don't know. There's some people who think, oh, you know, it's just you're just saying the same words. But every time I prayed the rosary, something new was revealed to me because I did it with a pure heart. You know, I was doing it because I, I really wanted to to pray so i don't do it anymore but um you know i pray the rosary anymore but i still do pray and i still do believe that it doesn't matter what we say because we have an intercessor and that intercessor is the holy spirit who takes the words even that we don't know how to say or formulate or even what's really going on with us we don't we're not sure what to pray for but the holy spirit knows and takes that to god So the last prayer that I wanted to talk about was the Lord's Prayer, and and the Lord's Prayer is found in, let's see, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, and I think a lot of us have heard it, and maybe heard it so often that it's lost meaning, but it is a good example like jesus gave his disciples and we are his disciples an example to follow when we're praying how to approach god with reverence how to pray for the priorities that focus on god first you know the first part of the prayer is all about god and then the last part of the prayer is about our needs you know our needs not just individually but as a part of his people
1: yeah, I mean, the Lord's prayer is basically also, you know, it gives us the ingredients that should go into prayer, right? It mm-hmm. breaks it down, and so you know, because that's what they said, you know, and they were asking like, how how should we pray? Yeah, you know, that's what they asked, and then so he says, okay, this is how you should pray. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that it meant that you should say those words verbatim or the spirit of the prayer?
1: You know, that that is really interesting. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, what is it? Is it, you know, it does say in Scripture, I'm not sure where, I want to say like in Philippians, you know, to, to pour our hearts out to God, not to simply recite and memorize words to God. So I think it's what Philippians, do you know where that is? Mm. Um, Philippians no. 4.
0: Um, mm, oh, oh no. is it? Is it Philippians 4, 6 through 7? Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be n- made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.
1: That might be it. I know that there's a couple <laughs> of places. No, I think that might be it. Oh, okay. That might be it. Um, I think that's one of them. There's a couple of different I think that is it. There's a couple of different places in in, in scripture where we where we are supposed to, I mean, there's a couple of places. And I know that because that's where I was like confused, right. With my upbringing and also with my first church, which, you know, I'm obviously not, you know, I'm, I'm not of that denomination anymore. And how like just, just the memorization of prayer. Right. And how we, how memorizing prayer, right. Is not having it come from the heart. So when we are just reciting the Lord's prayer, is that truly prayer? Or is it just reciting that and it's not coming, you know, it's not coming from the heart. So yeah. I mean, if that's what, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that is, that's one of them. There's more than one. So wait, what did you say it was Philippians four,
0: six through seven. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: it. So that reminds me
0: also of my dad because he used to say, um, you know what, you know, when you tell somebody something that's going on in your life and you want them to pray for you. And so you ask them Mm -hmm. and then they, and then they say, yeah, I'll say a prayer for you. And he would always get mad about that. And he'd be like, no, I won't say a prayer for you. I will pray for you because of that thing like he was thinking like just saying these words these you know memorized prayers Mm -hmm. as as opposed to a prayer that comes straight from the heart
1: right yeah and so i mean i think that i don't know what what was your response to that um to the to the memorized prayers well, yeah. I mean, you asked me about the Lord's prayer use it as an example mm-hmm. or pray it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think it was an example. I don't think that, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful prayer. And if you don't know how to pray, that is a good prayer to start with, you know, but, um, it gives you the formula for how to pray. You don't, I mean, you're not limited to just saying those words, that, that exact prayer. Yeah. You say, pray like this. Yeah. Not say this exactly. And you will be heard. And if you yeah. don't say it exactly this way, I won't listen to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think his, I mean, he says, like, because where is it? It's in Matthew, where is it? Matthew. Matthew 6. Are you
0: talking then, about the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Yeah. It was Matthew chapter
1: because 6 he, verses. Yeah. Nine so eight. it says, pray then in this way. He doesn't right. say, pray then these words. Yep.
0: Yeah. I hear you. And I really think that that brings us back to the main point and what we'll leave our listeners with is that there's no wrong way to pray. Okay. You're not going to be punished for doing it the wrong way. The experience of you communicating with God in any way, any place in your car, in the shower, in the bathroom, you know, anywhere God
1: hears just wants us to talk to him. That's all he wants us to do. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, Again, if you're taking that time to connect, to be grateful, to be repentant, to worship, and do all of those things with your prayer um, as much as possible, like it says, pray continually, right? And to when you're doing the laundry, when you're picking up your kid from practice, every time, everything can be a prayer. And to be intentional. I think that's the thing, you know, not to have those foxhole prayers, right? Oh, please, mm-hmm. God, if you do this for me, I'll do this. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. about making deals, you mm-hmm. know, it's about being intentional. And, you know, so I think that this is a great place to um, to end as well. And because I think there's so much more. I think we yep. could definitely just get into okay. even the Lord's prayer. Right. You know, well, I'll leave us with a declaration,
0: and um, and then we can close out in prayer. So for the declaration, I talk to God, and He hears me. Ooh, uh, I talk to God, and He hears me.
1: I talk to God, and He hears me. Yep. Do you want to close us out in prayer, or shall I? Uh, that is entirely up to you. Okay.
0: Why don't you go for it? All right. Father God, Lord, thank you for this time and opportunity to talk about prayer and how much you value our relationship with you, that you want us to talk to you. And that even though you are in control of everything, you still want us to trust you with all of our cares. And you give us peace when we, when we bring our cares to you. You don't just leave us the same way. We come away changed because we know that you are the one who's in control of everything. You're over all creation and you are loving and you are wise and we trust you. And we ask your blessing upon all of our listeners. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks for listening to the Renewed Mind Life Podcast. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by it. Please like, follow us, and leave reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at renewedmindlife.net to subscribe to devotionals, read our blog, and sign up for more information about upcoming courses. God bless you, and may you be renewed in your mind.